Welcome everyone to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Once again with your host, Darry Lips and my man, Gio. Hey man. Man, double or nothing was good. I got like no quips this week. <laughs> Just hands up. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah, double or nothing was Saturday. So I think we'll uh, we'll obviously start with that because it was the big pay-per-view. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that is double or nothing like their WrestleMania-ish? Is that going to be... Is I that... guess. I, I think it's more of their their WrestleMania slash their anniversary type show. Right. Because it's, that it's their anniversary. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I just wondered, like, because um, it's quite a... seemed quite a big deal. Um, So let's jump straight in. Now... I don't, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. The Stampede match was like nothing I've ever seen. Like, I, I, I really like how cinematic wrestling has now become like a thing. And I hope it stays. Like, even when all this thing um, is done. I'm guessing like Lucha Underground was quite clearly ahead of its time. I think if Lucha Underground was doing things now, it'd be a very, very different thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just think, like, now with everyone, all the hype of the cinematic matches, you just think, well, Lucha Underground has been doing it for a long time. <laughs> like, where well, was all the hype there? Um, yeah, it was obviously held in the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. Um, and then it kind of started with Adam, Adam Page riding in on a horse. <laughs> oh, my God. And he chasing Sammy away. I mean... Yeah, it was um, it was something else. I mean, they 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 upped it. Then it was uh, it was absolutely amazing. Definitely was one of the stars of that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I I really, I really enjoyed all of it. Like um, the the when they kept drowning Matt and pulling him back and being different versions of himself was just amazing. Um. Sammy Sammy Guerrero is going to be a star as well. Like that kid has some talent, you know. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Pop for pop for a V one appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Mattitude was absolutely amazing. Version one. Um. Broken Matt. I thought it was great. Um. Yeah. I really really enjoyed it. I mean, it was it was something else. He left the horse to go to the bar. Yeah, of course. And then the end zone, the bar fight with Jack Hager. I mean, yeah. And Kenny Omega milk. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Jericho throwing the red flag to challenge the play. <laughs> just, oh, it's just amazing. It, it's going to be interesting to see how cinematic wrestling stays because it, it's really changed things. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Rest of the show, though... Was a bit meh in parts. I think they made a. I think they made a mistake with Cody Rhodes, like myself. I feel like their mistake was showing a belt that's not fully customly done yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they even said, didn't Tony Schiavone said like it's not finished, and you're like, wow. But if it's not finished, why announce this tournament and why start it already? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't rush it. Um, because it just looks like a spray-painted version of the 24-7 title to me. I mean, it's, it's nasty. And I think the women's title, too small. 
I don't know if Nyla Rose made that look smaller than what it actually is, but um, I just, yeah, I, I don't think, uh, I, I don't mean, think putting Cody on the spout though. Ladder match was good. Brian Cage. Yeah, yeah Brian Cage looked good. Uh, and I think with Taz. Taz needed somebody that's like, oh, monster. I was talking to a couple of friends who said it's got a very much Heyman, Lesnar feel, Taz and Cage. And um, they buried through all the stuff. Yeah. And then he sprung out. And I mean, like you watch the combination stuff he done with like uh, the Luchasaurus was really good for two big guys. Like, and Brian Cage is a big, big guy. Um, I wasn't expecting Brian Cage as we spoke last week. We was expecting other people. Um, but it's good to see Brian Cage. And I think... Um, yeah, because wasn't there a rumor that he signed with TNA or whatever? There was something. Or like he tried to leave and TNA were doing what TNA normally do. And trying to go to like ring of honor or something yeah yeah i hadn't heard that he was going to aw so they kept that one a bit quiet um and i I didn't i didn't go through my head that he could be a person to come into the ladder match so but no really good for him um i didn't i don't as i say i don't know like i I really hated the dustin Rhodes sean spears thing um it didn't belong on a pay-per-view it was it was yeah, and the thing is, it's the kind of match that WWE would be slaughtered for. Like, they would be slaughtered for that match that was put on there. And I think sometimes that's where the balance is. I get everyone's hyped for a new promotion that's doing really well. And don't get me wrong, I really enjoy AEW. I like what they're doing. But, like, it has the balance has to be right. You have to, when, when they do something bad, you have to say. Because otherwise, it's just going to make all the same mistakes as before. And I think that was bad. Absolutely. You know, it just has to be balanced right. Like, if you just keep on finding positives in AEW, they'll never learn. Like, Dusty Rosary, Sean Spears would like, be lucky to be on main event. So many people have accused me of being like, you're, you're just a WWE fanboy. And I'm like, no, I see the good and the bad in both. Yeah. And that's the thing. You have to be able to say what's good and what's bad. I mean... Apart from, you know, the ladder match was good. I thought the tag team match at the beginning was really, really good. Um, the Jungle Boy MJF thing, I wasn't really hot on. I don't think Cody should have been champion. I really don't. Um, but that's the thing. If this was any other company, if it was WWE and Shane McMahon won it, people would have been open arms and been like, why? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But instead, people are like, oh, well, it's just the first name on, like, to, the first ever you know, like, no, Lance Archer is in a tough group. They are some really good heels on AEW, you know? Honestly, it should have been what finished it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, keeping Mike Tyson awake, as if they cut to him when he was yawning. I just... <laughs> that reminds me of that Monday Night Raw where, like, Jerry Lawler and JR were taking a nap in the eighth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Because there was no action. It was at the Manhattan Center. Like, there's no action there except for like the one promo, so they just kind of slept on (laughs) But yeah, I just you know, and to have Mike Tyson there and him not throw a punch, I don't, I didn't see the point. Um, yeah, well, they got him this week too, so I don't, maybe they're doing something with him this week. I don't know. 
Yeah, maybe. I just, um, yeah, it's weird. And and I also thought, like, Moxley Lee, um, I, I, I thought it dragged a bit. It didn't really have any drama. I didn't think anyone really believed Brody Lee was going to win. Um, I don't know. It was probably good that that wasn't the main event. I get why they made the Stampede event. But, like, don't get me wrong. I thought it was good. I thought Sheeta winning was was nice. I think that was a, a nice rub. I mean, obviously, they're doing it for reasons that we'll go into a bit later. Um, we'll obviously bring that up. I thought that was nice for her. Statlander, Ford. Uh, well, it was a TV match again for me. Well, it, was, oh, it was supposed to be Statlander and... Uh, Baker, yeah. I was Baker. quite excited for that, but... Yeah absolutely hurt herself yeah she's out for a while as well isn't it oh i saw that now it's like oh yeah didn't they throw nyla rose and just crushed her knee isn't that pretty much yeah poor girl but as i say i don't i don't want anyone to think i'm i'm being a little wwe fanboy because i enjoyed the pay-per-view but there are some matches like that statlander match like the Sean Spears match. They're, they're TV matches at best. You know? The stadium stampede, though, some of the best things. Nice callbacks. Good comedy moment. Good action. Do you know what I mean? It had a nice mix. So, no, there was nothing wrong with that pay-per-view at all. Um, fair play to them. But um, it was uh, it had its moments. And I still don't think Cody winning was a... I don't care what tells me. Uh, <laughs> I think they should have put it on Archie because there's like four or five really good heels that he's in a bracket with. And you could have broken him off into the mid-card heel and left like the Jerichos and Brody Lees up in the main event, you know? Um, and now I just worry where Arch is going to go, you know? Just a bit worry if Cody can beat him. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was Saturday, um, which was fun. Obviously, a lot of stuff going on WWE this week. A lot of uh, movements and things happening uh raw was 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 really good um i really enjoyed raw and i want to give a big shout out to my man apollo cruz winning his first title last night very nice um yeah the only thing i hate is i hate when they interrupt a match for an interview um they didn't need to interrupt and have gaza speak during the match i don't know why they did that um and I like the fact that the win come out of nowhere. Like, I wasn't expecting it to hit three. I'm thinking, okay, studies moonsault. And then it was three, and I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> What's happened here? You think this is, like, big push for Apollo, or you think he's just going to – was it just a way to get the belt off Andrade for a bit? And they're going to build him for a bit. Yeah, I mean, Apollo's been quite patient. He's been really good since – since the lockdown, like since uh, no crowd. Well, we say no crowd. There was performance center people in the crowd this week. Yeah. Behind the plexiglass, which I think helped get a bit of vibe. And it was good to see some old faces. Rock's daughter was in the crowd, I saw, which was quite cool. Um, I did quite like that. Uh, Andrade was obviously quite mad. He completely destroyed the backstage area, like completely destroyed it. My gosh. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Um, and I'm guessing the Iconics tease of splitting up, they've changed their mind on that because uh, they beat the hell out of Nikki and Alexa Bliss, to be fair. That was quite uh, an angry-looking Iconics. I haven't really seen them like that. Before. They were like, right. These guys were right. Let's not do that. Yeah. 
Because like they are an actual tag team, a proper heel tag team that they could use for a bit, you know, for me. Um, and it was good to see them put a beat down. And it was a proper beat down. It wasn't like a anything else. They 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 beat them down. Um so yeah, I was quite uh, quite impressed with that. Um then for me, the biggest shock in came in the Kevin Owens Angel Gaza match. Wow. Um Angel Gaza getting the one, two, three win over uh Kevin Owens is is a big win for Gaza. Big win. Um I guess golden Do you think it will might lead to like an Owens Gaza thing at Backlash? Maybe. Um it'd be good to see. I think it'd be good for Gaza. Get a bit of a swing swing off of that. Um and then I just I laughed all through the, the golf thing. <laughs> I just <laughs> What is what is the meaning behind these things? I have no idea, but uh... Like is that what's happening? Is this just filler? I don't know, yeah, it's um there was alligators and there was dancing and there was golf and <laughs> there was <laughs> I was staring down an alligator with a turkey leg and I just like, what is this? <laughs> it's um yeah, it's funny. Uh but they're two one up, the Viking Raiders, whatever it is. No, Street Profits are two one up. Um whatever that is. <laughs> it's uh it's it's quite an experience. Um the end game of this yeah i don't know maybe the match at backlash or if they're going to do something cinematic i wonder for the tag titles because i don't know yeah yeah i don't know like the whole end when he was staring down the alligators to say thinking about wrestling it there's not much positive you can say other than i did laugh but when you look at it as this is street profits and viking raiders like as you say what is it what are we actually watching um mvp obviously got his head kicked off um before all that actually uh hit with the claymore i'm liking the um, mvp helping bobby lashley thing this is the bobby lashley they should have probably booked a long time ago um looking forward to seeing them i'm actually hyped to see a tna main event can you believe <laughs> in the wwe ring um and lana brought him some ice and yeah, so I don't know what's going on with there. I don't know what's happening with Lana. I don't know where they're going to put her into this. Like, because obviously they're still using her in a bit. I just don't see where they're using her, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, Then there was a decent tag match. Four very talented boys. Theory Murphy versus uh, Black and Carrillo. Um, yeah, so Theory is officially part of... Uh... This says Rollins then now. I guess that's to replace the authors of pain since the one dude's out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, well, let's face. I think at this point they're gonna they're gonna do something to get rid of authors of pain, whether they let them go or whatever. But it seems like anytime they start coming up for a major push, one of them gets hurt and, and seriously like, hurt. It's not like a knock. I mean, there nope. are serious you know injuries what? again. Reminds me of Kenta. Because they had him, they had Kenta, and every time they try to put a rocket on the Kenta's back in WWE, 
it just didn't happen. Yeah. And they can't say that they haven't tried with AOP. This hasn't been like a normal call-up that they get buried. I mean, they've had opportunities, you know? They ended up getting hurt both times. I mean, this could have been really, really good for AOP. The whole Seth thing was looking like it made sense. And I mean... But it's going to be good for Austin Theory and for Buddy Murphy, I think. I don't like Seth carrying around Ray's mask. I think that's a bit cheesy. Um, yeah, I saw that they announced a Ray Mysterio thing last week. I didn't want to really like go, oh, I got Ray Mysterio's retired. I don't think he is. I think this is just a uh, a break, a, a, a storyline to to like he's going to tease it and then they're going to come out and well, it'll leave. Like I know that they've been in contract talks with him, and because they're not, they can't promise guarantee any raises. Um, I know that there's obviously been some discussions, so I'm guessing maybe he's just taking a break until they can do stuff. A bit like what's happening with quite a few. So I think this is a tease, and that he's gonna like, he's gonna contemplate it. They're gonna laugh at him, and he's gonna come back out. Yeah, maybe even. Seth Ray at Backlash, maybe, just as a match. You know, it could even be that quick. Um, but, yeah. Um, and then Edge was chilling backstage. Nice Mountain Dew t-shirt, not going to lie. Big fan of Mountain Dew. Um, and then he was talking about the Taker stuff and uh, telling Orton about doubt his wrestling ability. So, yeah, I th- I, I like in the build that they're doing that. And I'm liking the fact that it's... Um, it's going to be like a straight wrestling match. It'll be good to see what Edge can do. Yeah, uh, I, with the weird touting of it, though, like, this will be the greatest wrestling match ever. That, yeah, like, I'm, I'm worried that they're hyping it too much and Edge can't hang. Um, yeah, like, that's what I'm worried about. The greatest. <laughs> it be... If it is the greatest now, you're going to have to remind you of this. <laughs> um, I think it would just be good. I think, you know, see what kind of ring rust Edge has got and see if he's back. And yeah, and then hopefully just move on from this Orton thing because I don't want to see only five Edge matches a year and them all against Orton. Um, that would be annoying. Um, but yeah. Uh, then it kind of led in. MVP was giving some... Info was it? Who was he talking to? Was it the Street Profits? Um, or no? Uh, yeah, the Street Profits. I wonder if maybe he could get Street Profits into his new beatdown clan. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> I'm not stopping with the beatdown clan. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Yeah, but they made the match for Street Profits versus Lashley and MVP. Um. But yeah, I mean. That would be a beatdown clan, wouldn't it? That would be good. Um, oh, my. <laughs> oh, God. Um, then yeah, we got... Yeah. Be my managers then. Because then you'd have Bianca Belair, MVP, and Lana. That was way too many managers for one group. That That is a TNA special. There, come in there. <laughs> that is TNA all over it. I reckon they've hired some TNA writers, you know. They could have <laughs> Lana, Belair, Street Profits, <laughs> Lashley. <laughs> Here could be your title for the win. Where's the event Mafia? Yeah. yeah. And then get Fortune back. Come on, we got loads we could do. Fortune Aces and eight. <laughs> oh, let's get a pop Sonic. 
Fortune four. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna pop up. Someone's gonna be memeing hard. <laughs> um, then we had the uh, the women's number one contender match, which included Charlotte, which I thought was strange because I, I think knew it was gonna be. I knew they were gonna go with Nia Jax on that. Yeah. Um, hundred percent. Yeah, it was. Quite, I like the end though, like the figure eight. And then she leg dropped Charlotte, and then boom, I like it with the Samoa drop. I thought the end was pretty good. Um, I actually think the match worked quite well. I think it's one of the best matches I've seen Nia in. Um, I know people aren't going to be like, oh my God. Um, I think I think it's obvious Nia is going to take that belt. I do think so. I think it was always the plan. I have a feeling. I like in Oscar, but I think Nia is going to get it just because of. Um, of the heat that she gets. And I think they love that. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Um, then, I don't know, it was a bit weird. Blair was on the TV screen. Um, right, because it was didn't his... didn't get that. Uh, he was just talking about Orton Edge. Um, getting ready to do this retirement thing with him. Yeah, like they're doing a series in it. So his, his Legends contract is up, but I think they're doing this, um, like a network special, aren't they? Like they do. Um, yeah, which is weird. And then the Tinder questions with Liv Morgan is just... Uh, like, is uh, this just a way of trying to fill out more spaces? I have no idea, but I thought they were going to book live a bit more serious than that. Um, but yeah, she's doing Tinder questions for the inquiring audience. I just, okay, whatever. But she is living her best life, she said. So, okay, Liv, if you're happy and this is your best life, you crack on. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll have to see. And then obviously they, they made the official announcements as Gio just said, the retirement ceremony next week. Um, and then, as I say, then they just then just put over Lashley. Like, they used the Street Profits to, to make Lashley look like a big, scary monster again. So, um, he locked in the full Nelson, and ref starts to count, got to five, and Lashley didn't let go. And Yeah, and, like, the Lashley last night is it's very, very different. This is the Lashley they should have done ages ago. This is who that they should have, how they should have booked him when he first joined. Lashley would be a megastar, I think now. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I like the good, and it's making me hype to see Drew versus Lashley. That's what I want to see now. I want to see those two go at it. It's got me hyped for it. I think they're putting a good match. I think Drew will win. Um, I do, I do think Drew will retain, but I think it will be a really good match. And I think this is. MVP is helping Lashley. Um, it was it was good. I was I was pleased. I was very very pleased with it. Um, yeah, it's got me hyped up. I don't know what they're doing with Natalia. Like, did you see who's TJ? You see uh, what I've Tyson Kidd. Ah, of course. Oh god, but it was horrible. Like, she, she how has she not learned how to act behind at backstage when she's on camera? <laughs> After all the years. Oh. With, with doing this and having her fart <laughs> oh yeah okay i still feel sorry for her. i don't think i could ever hate on natalia too much 
because they made her do that. <laughs> I just, yeah, okay. Fair. That's horrible. Horrible, horrible. Oh, but so other than that, it's been all kinds of stuff happening. Now, obviously, we want to um, want to pay some respects to Hannah Kimura while we're here. Um, I know, you know, it's a, it's a difficult subject. It's, um, it's really, really sad. I saw... The first I saw about it was Io Shirai on Twitter, like saying someone well, get her to call me and stuff. I didn't actually see the original text. From what I'm reading is Io Shirai like read the tweet that she put out and was the one that informed them like, hey, something's going down. Right. Because like all the tweets she so she deletes she put some tweets out which I think they've translated to be like, I'm sorry, I've I've wanted to be have a good life and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, from I, yeah. it was like the victim of a lot of cyberbullying because she was on. She did some like reality show, and then during the reality show, her gear got this like accidentally got destroyed, and she got you know, like some fight on there over it because it was her uh, her Wrestle Kingdom gear got destroyed, and she got into a fight and. People were just basically bullying her over it. Oh wow! Yeah, because I've seen that that she's she got a lot of grief, um, and it just goes to show like Twitter can be a very a very dangerous place, a very toxic place. Um, I saw Kevin Nash. I haven't seen him tweet for ages. Kevin Nash even tweeted out about it and other bits and pieces, and I just think. Um, just think people need to think about what they're actually saying. These are just entertainers. They're, you know, the stuff that you see them do on TV is not, it's not them. You know, she was a young kid. What was she, 22? I mean, that's just, it's, it's madness. Um, it's just absolute madness. Uh, I saw uh, Kyrie Sane had said that she wasn't able to get hold of her or something. She tried to. She didn't make it in time. So I know Kyrie Sane instantly tried to do something. Um, she sent jungle screamer and somebody else um to go and try and find her but obviously didn't make it in time so yeah our thoughts are with hannah kamira's family at this time it's been a horrible week with shad gaspard and now this puts things into a little bit of perspective um well so, yeah. yeah hey update to that he was officially found a little bit after we went off the air yeah, yeah, he he washed up, didn't it? So um, at least you know they can they can bury him right. They can put some closure on it at least. I know it's not very nice, but at least he's so, not out there lost. John Cena stepping up. Yep. And you yeah. know, there's a lot of people like, how do we know what John Cena? That's John Cena's like his way of doing it, but nonchalantly doing it and not bringing any attention to himself. Uh, CTC was Crime Time C Nation, which yeah, is basically like stable. 2008, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of people I seen on there. Uh, Tony Khan, The Rhodes, Chris Jericho, like a lot of people really stepped up and put in the money. But like John Cena basically fronted the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just dropped, he dropped like 40K like instantly, just bam. Yeah. Like, uh, big props to him. And, yeah, I think it was pretty obvious when you saw the CTC thing that it was Cena. I mean, it's a nice touch. Um, it's a very nice touch and a very good cause. And, you know, we wish him 
we wish all that very very well so yeah um but yeah very nice touch but on other news we move up so all of a sudden this morning my dms get spammed with geo just spamming me links all kinds of stuff going on oh. all kinds oh. of things happening so they, they started a one where everyone was like oh, are they sacking people yeah. am i getting a bit of a rant here because it's only running the idiot of the fucking week <laughs> you want to go with the idiot because it was a big fucking idiot and it's funny i watched the dude's apology and i was like oh if geo sees this <laughs> Yeah, he 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 lives in like New York City. First of all, this pompous douchebag. Mm -hmm. I've like maybe once or twice when he did commentary for House of Glory TNA special thing that I went to. Mm -hmm. He is a certified jackass. I've had this dude blocked for months and months and months because he likes to shoot his mouth off. He is like the JBL of podcasters. Oh, wow. He is an absolute piece of garbage. Yeah. And like, oh, I can't. He yeah, basically insinuates, well, Alexa Bliss doesn't do much in a tag match. Wonder what she does in bed. Like, what? Yeah. She just lays there and takes it. She does nothing. Yeah, that's what. Wow. First of all, this idiot did his research. He'd know that the reason why Alexa Bliss is in tag matches is because she's had concussion problems. And it's the same thing with Sheamus. It helps take the pressure off of having to do the big moves or having to take the big spots, but still being able to perform for people. Yep. Like Alexa, Alexa Bliss is a good worker. but And it, it's funny with what she replied saying... Or he wants to be recognized by her bashing him, but you know, and then his apology, his apology today was garbage, like garbage. You watch it and you're like, come on, bro. That's not even an apology. Like, what are you doing? If he said that a thing and goes, Rick Foley added me as a friend, called me an asshole and then blocked me. Like, come on, man. I, I don't like, know. Yeah. For Mick Foley, who's known to be like one of the all-around nicest guys, call you an asshole, you're an asshole. Yes. If Mick Foley says you're a piece of garbage, you like he's just confirming Foley, what we all know. Foley went out of his way to add, to add the guy as a friend on Twitter to call him an asshole and then block him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just but, um, yeah. really, really poor. Like. I, and, it's a guy that he 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 did he did like the commentary a while like a while ago back when they did that TNA and House of Glory special on pay per view. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's uh, I can't I cannot stand this dude. No, he thinks he's about the wrestling business and he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing, and it's attention, like, and it, and it's in such bad timing with everything that happened you know, with Gaspard and, and Kimura to then say something like that about Alexa Bliss. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, none, none of that is going to... It's undefendable. And then you see his half ass attempt at apology and you're just like, all right, you really are just a massive douche. That's all you are. So, yeah. Don't listen to that podcast. Listen to our one instead. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but in better news... Obviously, all the little WWE haters on Twitter not liking to hear it, but apparently 
Drew Gulak is back. Um, he will be on SmackDown on Friday. He's been moved out of the alumni back into the SmackDown thing. Um, yeah, so I, I, again, people have to understand that it's in a lockdown. And as a business, you can't do too much right now. Like I, I run a business. You can't do too much right now. You can't promise any raises. You can't make any real deals. You have to just hope people can just tick over and, and hold down. Um, yeah, because apparently like other promoters have even tried to book him, isn't it? Um, but he said no. And, and then he's in. Uh, and now he's back. And I think that was always obvious that he was going to be back. I think it was just he wanted a raise and they can't commit to a raise right now. You know? Which was quite right. It's how things work if you've been there a while you're like okay what's the next step how much am i getting now um but yeah so apparently gulak is is back and i wonder now is everyone still going to be hating on and you know we've seen kurt angle is back in referee in this cage match which i don't get why he's doing that by the way. but um and gulak is back and maverick's still on tv and apparently sarah logan was on one of the horses in the axe throwing um i heard yesterday I think a lot of them will come back. I think they just had to trim some fat, get the ballot books in order, and well, see they, what happens. They're getting rid of people like Kane Velasquez that they're able to start putting their money around again and doing this. Yeah. So I think people need to um, need to chill a little bit. I think some of them need to stay gone. I think it'll be good for them. I think it'll be good for like the Slaters and Jose's and other bits and pieces. But I do understand, you know, it's it is a business, and um, yeah, Listen, so they have to. I know you love your boy Jose and everything, but <laughs> it's for that. He needs the he needs the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love Jose, but yeah, he does. Um, I'm still hoping he'll go to MLW. I think he'll do fine there. Maybe refresh his gimmick a little bit, come back as something else. Um, because he is talented. Like, the matches he had with Austin Aries on NXT were fantastic. You know, if anyone watches that feud, it was really, really good. You know, and Austin Aries is a good worker. He's an arsehole, but he's a good worker. Um, but yeah, it was oh, really, really good. Yeah, I forgot he had that feud where, like, they teamed up and then he got attacked. And Yeah, yeah, they were dancing on the announcer's table and then Austin Aries just put him through it. <laughs> and I was like, because I was watching I'm like, this won't last, man. This is Austin Aries. And it didn't, as soon as I thought it, bam, Aries took him out. So I was like, okay, there we go. <laughs> there it is. That's the Aries I know. But that was a really good feud and really good matches, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hoping he goes and finds himself a bit because, like, I see him on some, what's that, the cooler thing where you can book him? He's still promoting himself as, like, used to be No Way Jose, and you're like, oh, dude, stop it now. It's like, move on. Um, go and earn your trade and come back brighter so hopefully he will he will take take note he will take note of that um speaking of obviously people come back kurt angle is of course the special guest referee of the thatcher riddle cage match um, yeah which is cool i don't know why kurt angle but i'm pleased to see him um but obviously we we've read today that this might be Matt Riddle's last NXT match. Yeah, supposedly he's going right, like immediately going to SmackDown. Wow. So from what I was reading is he was meant to go there before WrestleMania. 
um and then they put on hold um because of everything that was going on and then this has been sort of several weeks in the in the making um you think it'll be a good good move for him yeah yeah i, I think it, i think it's time they, right now smackdown needs needs more players and i'm i'm assuming that he won't go to raw because of lesnar in, influence i mean those two did have a altercation at the Royal Rumble thing. Wasn't um, wasn't Lesnar last on? Oh no, he was on Raw last. That's right. Yeah, so I'm assuming, but the dude, the dude went from Raw SmackDown back to Raw. <laughs> yeah, Lesnar could do what the hell he pleases. It's Brock Lesnar, but I'm I assume. Lesnar's here. I play. But yeah, I think it'd be good for SmackDown. Maybe Riddle's the hacker. <laughs> maybe it's matt riddle is the hacker i can't see that i'm not i'm not gonna do that oh lord <laughs> but yeah so matt riddle to smackdown i think that would be good because smackdown could use it like smackdown for me nah, i've not really been I've, I've always been a smackdown guy um i just it needs it needs something at the minute um yeah because like the Strowman stuff with Miz and Morrison didn't really help. What is on this? Because I miss SmackDown. Did something happen to build towards this? Yeah, so they did, like, Miz and Morrison did, like, a Miz TV type of thing, and Braun come out, and then they challenged them. Yeah, Miz tried to back out, and then they just squashed them. Like, it, I don't I don't want to... I, I, I don't think I Miz winning should have ever happened, but I don't want to see... Good guys getting squashed by Braun Strowman all the time, you know. Um, so apparently, and then after Morrison on the mic tells Braun that, "Oh wow, you won a single match tonight and a tag last week, but a backlash." He's facing both of them for the title. So the title match at Backlash is Braun Strowman versus Miz and Morrison. Where Bray Wyatt? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, um, but that's the that's the title match. What the heck? I have no idea. And it's for the Universal Championship. He's going to face them both at the same time. So, yeah, I can't see them putting a, the main title on either of those with everything that's going on because Braun's actually not doing too bad as champ. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm not hating it, but this is just it's just stupid for me. It's just stupid. I can't defend that. You know. And here you go. See everyone thinking that you know I'm and. I'm a WWE fanboy. That is one of the most stupid things I've ever seen. It makes no sense. <laughs> it does make no sense. Um, yeah. Then, um, okay. So then it was AJ Styles Nakamura. Right. Great match. They're very good. And they'll always be good. Problem is, is they've set the bar of those two having a match so high that every match is underwhelming you know i i didn't think it was great but i think that's because i had bigger expectations than they could probably do anymore you know um, yeah at that point they're not gonna have the Russell kingdom classic there no exactly and it, it just doesn't feel as important like it used to at the Wrestle kingdom classic thing you know like this one they just don't feel important so i think they should keep those two separate now and we'll just have happy memories of of AJ Styles and um 
And other than that, who do you think winning the Intercontinental title tournament? Who do you think? Well, who's left? So uh, it's Hardy versus Brian and Elias versus Styles. Okay. And then the winners face off at Backlash. Because I was surprised that Jeff Hardy beat Sheamus last week. I was very surprised. I see it being Brian, and then once Sammy comes back, they're going to continue doing what they started to do with that. Ah, you think? Okay. I think Jeff Hardy. I think they're going to put it on Hardy. Because, like, it's WWE and Jeff Hardy in it. They they absolutely love him. (laughs) Can't do this, though. Just, yeah, I, I, I hope he, he's in a good enough place that maybe he can do it. I think maybe that's part of it for me, um, is that he can hang and he can be intercontinental champion um, because, like, I'd like to see Jeff, Sami Zayn, not going to lie. But maybe that's what they're doing. They're just maybe baby steps, like take out Sheamus, work with Brian, see what it's like, because then maybe work with Styles, tick some boxes of Jeff Hardy matches. Um but we'll see. I think Jeff Hardy's going to win the Intercontinental. Myself. Um, but you never know. They might just put it on AJ. At least it's it's four four guys that will that are almost main event standard. You know, maybe not Elias as much, but Elias has worked pretty hard. Um, but they're going to put it on someone serious. You know, um, which I think is is good. Good for them. Um, so yeah. So hopefully be Sheamus. But we'll find out. Obviously on friday a bit more um what other news have we got uh let me see my notes people let's see some notes uh i watched oscar's like full body workout by the way did you watch that on twitter that was awesome she's uh she's, she's a bit of a beast to be fair she is a bit of a beast um and have you watched any of the last ride yet no, I'm going to watch it all once, it'll, once it's all Ah, okay. You're going to blast it all in one hit. I know a couple of people that are I heard that. that they, they did Shawn Michaels and stuff were doing interviews on it. Yeah, they were just saying that they didn't really get on. Like, not real trouble, but they didn't really care for each other until later on, sort of when he came back in 2002. Apparently, he went and apologized to Tokyo like, straight away, and then at that point, it was like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because see. the rumor has always been that there was a couple of times where Undertaker as the locker room leader was like, yo, knock your shit off before I come kick your ass and you're going to go do, like, I think the story was he he was giving Vince McMahon a hard time about dropping it to Stone Cold because of his back injury and he, he was just being an all-out diva and Undertaker like walked to the back, walked into his locker room and was like, just so you know tonight, you're losing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that you do you you're doing your job yeah yeah yeah. i think that's the thing two very different people like michael's had quite a reputation didn't he and taker was you know yeah workhorse you know it's the uh screwdriver where like taker walked backstage to vince and went right so you screwed him i get that but now go be a man and apologize for screwing him and go 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 walk over to him yeah and, like, supposedly there's not many people that Vince McMahon fears, but that would be one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be. Again, the love that Taker has for Vince, like, 
I, I didn't, I know, I always knew there was respect there, like, you know, but I didn't realize how much Taker, well, you know, like, it's... works for Vince, and, like, he doesn't look past anything like that, you know, um, and when you, when you, you'll see it when you watch it, but, that, like, yeah, you it's... can really see, like, the passion towards the man that Taker has. Um, well, same for Vince, you can see that Vince really cares for him, because it takes a lot for Vince to leave arenas, and he mm. left the immediately with the undertaker after that uh the brock lesnar thing where he, he was known to have that really bad concussion yeah yeah so yeah because apparently as soon as they got out of the ambulance vince and brock were there at the back of the ambulance waiting and like i think apparently like they said that taker said haven't you got a show to do like this is wrestlemania vince is like that but yeah and like that I, that's wrestlemania yeah. you know because <laughs> undertaker is always you know shown that no matter what he was loyal yeah, yeah, and I, that's what really comes across, probably more than I had even realized that how loyal to the man he is. Like he says, like yeah, most people think he's a tyrant. He's he's not. He knows how to run a business. He's caring, giving person. You know, he's worked with all the charities. There's no publicity about any of it. Apparently, the Vince does all the charity work and stuff. So yeah, See, okay. And he that's did enough. say that Vince was gonna outlive him. <laughs> so like that's, there's people that have been like, well. I don't see Vince McMahon donating on that GoFundMe. Vince McMahon, if he's going to donate, he'll send it directly to the person. Yeah. He's not going to outright put himself out on a public forum like that. that and that in, in an ESPN interview, he, um, he said, he's like, if he, he's worked with Make-A-Wish Foundation for years, you never hear a word of it because that's not what he's about. He does it. Like, as a Vince McMahon thing, not as a WWE publicity thing. Like, if he does that, it's uh, it's a Vince thing, you know? Like, and he wants it to come across like that, you know? So, which I think is really, really cool. I, it's just funny. Like, when you hear Taker, it just shows a different side to Vince of one that, you know, um, right. what's happening. You know what I mean? So, it's quite funny. It's quite, it's quite right. funny to hear. It's been good to hear because it's actually showed that he's got a heart. <laughs> when you think he's a... Is a nasty, nasty piece of work. But yeah, um, it's definitely worth a worth a watch. It is worth a watch. Now, did you what was I gonna say? Yeah, um I can't remember what I was gonna say. Oh, the, the Triple H interview I wanted to touch on. That's what I've written down here. Okay. Um saying that uh he's waiting for Ronda to come back. He's ready for her to come back. Yeah. Um when she's ready, we're we're ready to like work with her. Do you think they'll be soon? Do you think she'll be back soon? Or I mean, maybe. I thought I just, she would have been back by now if she's going, you know. I feel like she's going to stick to where she's like, listen, at this point I'm writing the contract out because these fans were assholes to me. <laughs> but it's funny. I mean, Triple H did say, he's like, is she attacking the business really? Or is she attacking the business because she knows that it will light fans up that love the business, you know? Yeah. And that's what I've always said. Like, I actually thought it was always her just keeping fans like, hey, um, I'm still that bitch that you, you want to have come back and stuff. <laughs> right. I've got no more. I've got no more notes. We can just quickly look at the updated card. There's four matches then booked for Backlash. Confirmed. Drew McIntyre, Lashley, Broad Strowman versus The Miz and Morrison. I just, I can't. Oscar V. Nia Jackson, Edge, 
versus Orton, we'd expect quite a few more. When is Backlash? It's 14th, isn't it? So it's still got two and a half weeks. So it's quite a while to go. Um, but I'm quite looking forward to it. Nice to have fans back in the crowd. Um, good for the performance center. Good to have some decent wrestling this week. I've, I've enjoyed all of it. I've enjoyed all of it. So, hey, WWE fanboy over here actually enjoyed AEW. So there. <laughs> Just, I don't want to see Sean Spears, but anytime soon. Thanks. I've seen it enough. We'll leave that for Peyton Royce. <laughs> but on that note, um, we are going to, we're going to, we're going to phase out. So guys, I want to thank you all very much for listening. Um, don't, don't be a bully on Twitter because Gio will find you and call you out. He will. It's what he does. He will find you and you'll become idiot of the week. <laughs> um, link is all down below. All the stuff that you need, uh, Gio's Twitter, my Twitter, discords, everything like that. Twitch handles, everything that you need to find us, reach out, talk to us. Gio, I will see you next week. My man. Yep. Thanks.